0: Hey guys, it's Keon and today I'm going to give you my recap on UFC Fight Night Dumont versus Alad. And uh it's not even today, it's actually tonight. I just uh finished the card and I decided, all right, I'll do the recap now and yeah, that was that was very very boring. Um not a good card, not a very good card. I I think there was only three fights where I was like, okay, I enjoyed, I um, thought this was good, but otherwise, um, this was a tough one to get through, and it it sucks, because, you know, the the biggest hope for a card like this on paper, obviously it wasn't even exciting on paper, but it's like, the hope is, maybe it will surprise us, something like that, that's what I always hope with these fight nights, but this one kind of, it, it didn't even live up to (laughs) The 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 little hype that it had there was no hype so it didn't even live up to that. It was bad Uh, Let's start off with the main event Aspen lad uh, I was gonna say Aspen lad defeats Norma Dumont. Forgive me. No Norma Dumont defeated Aspen lad by unanimous decision man, there were (laughs) someone gave her gave it 48 47 (laughs) Man, no way. No way. Aspen won two rounds in that fight. Like that was, um, that was bad, man. That was really bad. Um, Aspen lad, we'll start with Aspen lad because I think that was the the focal point of the fight. She, the first three rounds, she she was doing nothing. You know, um, she she looked hesitant in moving forward, trying to attack, trying to shoot for a takedown. She didn't want to do it against Norma, who was basically just on the outside connecting with her jab some other punches throughout. And that's all she really had to do in order to get this win. It wasn't a difficult fight for N- Norma Dumont. She, I wish she did go for the finish, to be honest. But I understand um, you want to get the win. Uh, this A win like this is important for her career um, because there are title implications with it. So I understand playing it safe, but I do wish she went for the finish. But aside from her performance, um, Aspen Lad is who I really want to focus on because obviously she had so much hype behind her early on in her UFC career. Um, Then she lost to Jermaine Durandamy, of course, in that main event, 16-second knockout it was or something like that. Very quick knockout against uh, Jermaine Durandamy. And uh, she comes back, still looks good um, against Yana Kunitskaya, but that was back in 2019, and she hasn't fought in almost two years, basically, because of covid also, um, some matchups fell through. She injured her ACL, MCL, or something like that. She had to get surgery. Um, there was a lot of things that were prolonging her return into the, the octagon. And to be honest, I think that has affected her as a fighter. Um, she even had troubles with weight, things like that. Had to go to 145 for this matchup, which was also short notice as well. Um Things aren't going smoothly for Aspen Lad outside of the cage, and I think now it's it it definitely caught up with her in this fight against Norma Dumont. She just uh, looks like a shell of herself, to be honest. Um, don't get me wrong, Norma Dumont is really good, but Aspen Lad was someone that I really believed was going to become a UFC champion one day. And to be honest, after a performance like this, I I think uh, I'm not saying she won't become a UFC champion one day, but she is definitely far away from that conversation more than ever in her career so i do hope she can bounce back from this it sucks that she's going through so much adversity outside of the cage but um how old is she right now i think she's still pretty young she's only 26 years old so she has a lot of time to to grow as a fighter i do hope she stays at 145 because obviously she missed weight in her um in her original fight which was it was supposed to be last week was it against uh Macy Chiason Chiason um and yeah i i just i, I don't uh I, I i was speechless you know like i couldn't believe this was the aspen lad i was watching even her coach her coach was like what what i don't know what the hell you're doing i was laughing because he was like so mean but like i want a coach like that if i'm fighting like that to be honest because he was telling it like it is he wasn't just like trying to be like okay you're doing good you're doing good he was like yo i don't know what you're doing Fight better. That's basically what he said. And I love that. You know, that's a good coach. Stick with that coach. But yeah, what was Aspen Lad doing? I have no idea what that was. But um, all I could hope is that she comes back uh, stronger from this because, yeah, it's just been it's just been tough for her. So hopefully things uh, settle down and then she's fresher the next time around. As for Norma Dumont, um, it's kind of interesting. So she's a 135er, of course, but then um, is, it, is she a 135er? Yeah, so she had a bantamweight bout, and then that Felicia Spencer fight, was it at bantamweight as well? I think it was at bantamweight, featherweight. So she has two wins in a row at featherweight, and to be honest, yes, good job, because you need to stay in this division, and to, I think she basically has a shot at the featherweight championship now um, with these two wins at Bantamweight because there really isn't anyone else unless they want to make that fight with Holly. But I don't think it's necessary, especially since Holly uh, fought Amanda already for that featherweight championship. And was it for the featherweight championship? I think it was. Um, yeah, Holly already fought for that for that featherweight championship. Couldn't win against Amanda Nunes. So I, I don't see the point of rebooking that fight with uh norma dumont i say put a uh, put a fresh face against amanda nunez do i think she has a good chance against amanda Nunes? to be honest uh, i i don't think many women have a good chance against amanda Nunes. you know the only woman right now that i see has a good chance is valentina shevchenko um otherwise like respect to norma she's a solid fighter but um i don't think she can do it against amanda nunez and um but I do think that should be the next fight for her, uh, a featherweight championship bout title bout. So uh, solid performance by her is what I can say. But yes, it wasn't the greatest fight to watch. Uh, let's go on to the co-main event. That was Andre Arlovsky versus Carlos Felipe. He defeated Carlos Felipe by unanimous decision. Um another lackluster fight it wasn't uh it wasn't entertaining uh mostly it was Carlos pressing forward trying to connect with punches was unable to do that and for the mo- for the most part it was Andre Arlovsky moving back connected connecting really well throwing with more volume um landing the more crisper shots in my opinion it was enough for him to win by uh unanimous decision. He was slowing down there in the third round and could have easily lost it at one point in my opinion. Like I, I thought he was going to just gas out really bad. He he got dropped by a leg kick at one point and I was like, "Oh, this is this is not good." But uh he survived, you know, and I have to give him credit for still winning at this point in his career. He's 42 years old. 54 fights it is. Like that's that's insane. He's been in the UFC for so long. He came back to the UFC at UFC 174, which was in 2014. It's 2021 still, still winning fights. He's on two fight win streak right now. The only loss, basically, in the past two years was against Tom Aspinall and Joseignio Rosenstrike, and those are top top guys in the division. So that's understandable, to be honest. But um I think Andre. I know he he's saying that he wants like a step up in competition because he's tired of fighting all these newcomers, but I just don't I think you're going to put him a step up in competition and he won't be able to win those fights anymore. I do think uh he can beat these newcomers, these uh young faces in the division because his experience is just too much for them, but when it comes to these young faces who come up but are really good, like someone like Tom Aspinall and Drezynio Rosenstrike, um I don't favor Andre in these matchups, but I am happy he's still maintaining maintaining a spot on the roster with just winning these fights. You know, he's not going on three fight, four fight losing streaks or anything like that. And it's crazy because at one point in his UFC career, he was on like a one, two, three, four, five, five fight losing streak. Yet he still was able to stay in the UFC, which is actually kind kind of impressive in my opinion. And, you know, we, we got to give respect to this guy. This is a former UFC heavyweight champion. And, you know, for him to capture the belt and still have a long career like this, he is one of the last remaining old school fighters in the UFC roster right now. And for him to have this longevity, any fighter who maintains longevity in the highest level of the sport in the UFC, I give credit to. Same with someone like Clay Guida, um... Jim Miller, who I'm going to talk about after this impressive performance, one of my favorite of the night for sure. Um, you got to give credit to these guys, man, because this is a hard sport and the best guys come here. And for them to still be around and racking up wins, very impressed. Um, Carlos Felipe was not happy about the decision. I don't know about that. I know his corner told him he won the second round. I don't think he did. I do think he won the third round, but just it just wasn't enough. Yeah. Um, Andre won by unanimous decision. Jim Miller. Now we're going to talk about him. Defeated Eric Gonzalez by knockout in the second round. Wow. You know, that's all I could say with uh Jim Miller, man. Like I'm so impressed with this performance from Jim Miller, who is 38 years old. That's absolutely crazy, you know. Um <clears throat> coming off two defeats. So this this was definitely a fight he had to he had to win for sure. And he did it in very impressive fashion by a, like one of the dirtiest knockouts in his career to be honest and you know I, I'm happy for him man like in round one he was doing good with his wrestling bringing the fight down man, maintaining top control and then in round two that uh right hand it was was it the right hand yeah I think it was the right hand connects yeah was it the right or the left damn it man it was one of the hands <laughs> like that's very helpful. I think it was the right hand. I got to look at it again, but just lands it flush onto the chin of Eric Gonzalez. He crumbles immediately, Um, eats some shots on the ground, but he was out by that point. And yeah, Jim Miller, man, one of those other guys who I'm just impressed with, you know, like you're you've been in the UFC for so long. When, when was his first fight in the UFC? Let's see. It was UFC 89. Oh, my God god like that's that's actually insane ufc 89 was october eighteenth, two 2008 holy like we are in 2021 (laughs) 2021 2021 um damn like that's insane to be in the company for 13 years and just being in the ufc for 13 years that's that's very impressive i think uh um clay guida it's been 15 years now i don't know but like i saw something on instagram where he was celebrating for like 15 years or maybe 20 i don't know what the hell it is but man like that's that's impressive i obviously they're they're not the top fighters anymore but maintaining your spot on the roster because this is uh it's been proven so many times like fighters uh tend to Rack up like four or five defeats in a row, three defeats in a row, and get cut by the UFC. But these guys, they still manage to uh, to survive, and I, I like that. I really do. Uh, let's talk about uh, Manon Fioro. She defeated Myra um, Bueno Silva by unanimous decision. Uh, Manon, man, like the French French girl, right from France, and. Um, I'm impressed with her to be honest like she's eight and one right now set uh, eight fight win streak She lost her debut and then now she's on an eight fight win streak solid performance tonight against um, Myra and yeah her striking that's her that's her bread and butter for sure her striking is very impressive uh pressing forward mixing up her shots it was way too much for Myra she did connect with some she ate some hard shots so I give Myra credit for that and she did return some as well just wasn't enough she also got taken down a couple of times so Manon was showing that she is trying to develop not just as a striker but as an all-around force in MMA and what what is she? Is she a kickboxer? I think she's a kickboxer Muay Thai. Let's see. No, karate, is it? Yeah, she's a, a karate fighter. Well, yeah, you know, like I I am very impressed with her her punches her kicks like she she knows how to mix it very well on the feet and I could see her being a uh, a threat to uh, a lot of the the girls in the one hundred and twenty five pound division. So I'm looking forward to see what's next for her. She won this fight by unanimous decision, so solid win from her. Uh Nate uh land right? Londwear? <sighs> Nate Londwear. I gotta learn how to pronounce these names. Nate La- landwer I think it's Nate Landwehr. He defeated uh Ludovit Klein by submission. Third round. This was a back and forth battle for the most part. Like both men were connecting with some crazy shots throughout this fight and then um nate was the underdog in this fight too He uh, apparently he was the heavy underdog and in round three he locked up an anaconda choke that forced a tap solid performance by him one of my favorite fights of the night to be honest and um yeah there's not really much i could say about that um he is a fun personality i enjoyed his post-fight press con- post-fight interview with uh, michael bisping i think he's a fun guy so you know, good good win for him, featherweight division. We'll see what's next for him. But, you know, he he's I think he's 2-2 two and two in the UFC right now. He's one of those guys, like, after this performance, I'm like, I can't believe he actually actually lost in the UFC. Um, but he has, and, you know, I think th- those are just losses. Those are growing pain losses. I think he can grow from this, hopefully gain some momentum, and I think he can do some damage in the 145-pound division. So we'll see what's next for him. Nate Landwehr. Uh, Bruno Silva defeats... This is in the prelims now we're going to be talking about. Bruno Silva defeats Andrew Sanchez. Third round TKO. And this comes after being out-wrestled for the entire fight, basically. um, Yeah, Bruno was getting destroyed for most of this fight. And then round three... See, the thing is... Yeah, he was getting uh, taken down. But there were some, some moments on the feed where he was exchanging with Andrew. And I'm like, okay. Bruno has... The advantage here for sure and uh he took advantage of that in round three for sure because he was just throwing with a lot of volume it got way too much for andrew and um eventually just uh it was it just knocked him out i guess like he he it knocked him out in in the air you know like uh he was taking a lot of punches before the ref finally stepped in and it sucks for andrew sanchez you know he he, he was definitely winning that fight and if he just uh was able to last Until the end, I think he would have won by unanimous decision. But credit to Bruno Silva, man. That was a a nasty knockout. So I think Andrew will come back. Hopefully, he improves his striking. Danny Roberts uh, defeats Ramzan Amiv by split decision. I do agree with this decision for sure. Um, It was a close fight. It was a striker versus grappler bout. But for the most part, it was Danny who was imposing his striking in this fight. So... I I do agree with that split decision. But once again, there wasn't really much to talk about there. It wasn't the most entertaining fight. Uh, Luana Carolina defeated Lupita Godinez, Lupi Godinez, who fought last weekend, actually, and then took this fight on short notice. And it was the quickest turnaround in UFC history. So I was really rooting for Lupi, not only because she's like a Canadian as well, but um, if she won this fight, she would have beat Hamzat's, record of uh, most wins in a, in the shortest amount of time in the modern day of UFC, which is 10 days held by Hamza. And if she won, she would have been that record holder for sure. But um, it was a close fight. She looked good early on with her wrestling, almost finished it uh, by trying to lock up an armbar by the end, but it wasn't enough time. Rounds two and three, that's when it kind of it kind of slowed down for her. She was unable to bring the fight back down again. And I understand she was moving up to flyweight, first of all. And man, like when you look at Lupita, when you look at Lupi compared to Luana, you could just see like how much of a size difference there was. Luana was like towering over her for sure. Lupi, Lupi is definitely a natural 150 pounder fighter for sure. So I understand there wasn't that much risk for her to take this fight. I was hoping she would uh, get the win. But yeah, in rounds two and three, she really began to slow down, um, unable to bring the fight down. Luana was uh, defending the takedowns very well and also outstriking her her on the feet for the most part. Not too much, but it's just Lupita was unable to generate any offense after round one. So I do agree with the decision, which was a unanimous 29-28 uh, from each judge going to Luana. Sucks for Loopy, but I do hope uh she comes back, of course, at straw weight. And I, I have high hopes for her. I think she's gonna have a good career, to be honest, because she has a solid ground game. She just gotta work on it a little bit more, and it's definitely gonna happen the more experience she gets. But rooting for Loopy, man, she's uh she's an exciting fighter for sure. Uh Donna. Butter butter uh, how do you say this last name? Badgari. but Yeah. <laughs> Dana Badgari. Yeah. I think that's how you say it. Dana Badgari defeated Brandon Davis TKO elbows and punches in round 1 and Oh, this is one one of my favorite fights for sure in uh tonight. Dana, man, this guy is the real deal. I think so. He is coming off three knockout first round uh knockout tko ko wins in the ufc right now he lost his debut i think it was but that was a fight in the night for sh- also and now he's on a 3-5 win streak all round one finishes and bantamweight man like i'm i'm excited to see what what he can do in bantamweight because man this guy has serious power in his hands for sure and it was way too much for brandon obviously knocked him out like he did his two previous opponents and all I could say is, yeah, I'm excited to see what's next for Dana. I think he can go far in this bantamweight division with the power he has because there really isn't that many fighters in at 135 who have like crazy knockout power. But uh, Dana is definitely one of those guys, and I think if he maintains a winning streak, he's going to get to the top very soon. So I'm excited to see what's next for Dana Batgiri, Arian. Kamalosi defeated Estela Nunez. This was actually a back and forth battle for the most part. They were both looking good on the feet. I was impressed with Estela for sure. She was pressing forward a lot, mixing up her shots very well. Uh, Ariane was taking a lot of shots early on, but then as the fight continued, she began to let go more, connect... More on the feet and then also secured takedowns. And eventually in round three, she secured a takedown and locked up a rear naked choke that forced its up. Solid performance. There's not really much I could say uh, besides that. So like I said, it just it, it wasn't a good card. It really wasn't a good card. I only liked, I think, three. Fights on this card out of one, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. so three out of ten. let's uh, calculate that right now. I don't even know the mathematics., that. Ew, I'm stupid. It's zero point three so <laughs> I can't believe I had to calculate that. so I give this a, a three out of ten. yeah I I, I I think I'm tired or maybe I just don't know math, but this card definitely gets a three out of ten for me. I think that is uh that is reasonable for this fight card. Uh let me know what you thought. What was your favorite moments and I hope you have a good rest of your week. Bye-bye.